Do the trashy pulp novels of the world have anything to offer? Our bestseller is all they're cracked up to be. Here at Terrible Book Club, we explore whether you really can judge a book by its cover or its ridiculous synopsis. You ever passed a book and thought, ugh, who's reading this? We probably are. Hello and welcome to episode 129 of the Terrible Book Club. I'm Paris and this is Chris. Hello. This time we read Genesis 129 Diet, Perfect Health Without Doctors, Hospitals, or Pharmaceutical Drugs by Soul Esprit, Servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. This was self-published in 2011 uh, by Narrowgate Publishing, which seems just to be a private imprint of the author themselves. My uh, fiance found this book because he was looking at um, bumper stickers. He was like zoomed into (laughs) bumper stickers on a car from one of those Reddits that's like full of, I don't know, insanely bumper stickered and flyered cars. And he noticed that there was (laughs) a car with a bunch of soul esprit or Esprit, Esprit, I think it's Esprit, uh, stickers, and he was like, what that the fuck? That does fu- sound fancy. What the fuck is that? Yeah. What the fuck is that? And he Googled it and found this book, the Genesis 129 Diet. Uh, this person has written a variety of books in, in this kind of uh, style, let's say. This chastising style? Yeah. <laughs> this very, uh, like... So... You better do this style. Yeah. So we uh we haven't done a self-help book in quite some time. So we thought it would be fun to put this on the schedule for uh this year. I I don't think we were right about it being fun, but uh hopefully you all will <laughs> uh enjoy this episode at our expense. I definitely felt like I was being scolded a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. Just imagine reading that book as a woman, Chris. Uh <laughs> So if uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, what we do here at the Terrible Book Club is we read books that we assume will be bad based on their cover, title, summary, or some combination of the three. And sometimes we read books that our patrons, listeners, or friends recommend, much like today, where we took this recommendation from someone we knew. Um, so generally, we do the opposite of what most people do when they are in a bookstore or looking for something to read online. And usually, this experiment results in a disappointing and hilarious read. But once in a while, we actually end up liking the book. Uh, Content warnings for today. So in addition to our usual barnyard language, today's episode includes toxic levels of conspiracy theorism. I mean, it's like the levels of conspiracy theorism are so high that, oh no, oh no, the conspiracy thermometer has shattered and it's become a deadly aerosol. (laughs) Oh, you're breathing it in. Oh, Oh, better get the HEPA filters out here, Paris. Get in your special anti-conspiracy room. And filter out all the conspiracy theories. 
blast yourself in the face with a concentration <laughs> of, I, I, I don't know, a book that's not this three times a day? What's the anti-conspiracy theories, like, solvent that you could douse yourself with? Uh, social interaction outside the internet, <laughs> I think, is the anti-conspiracy theory. get a friend theory. to spit in your face three <laughs> times a day. Actually, you know what? I think most of us would have been protected from the conspiracy theory aerosol because we we're all still wearing masks, aren't we? <laughs> so yeah, I think, true. I think we're all right. Um, in any case, yeah, this, this episode, mostly fine, but we do have a lot of conspiracy theory stuff, and that includes... Um, anti-vaccination rhetoric uh we've got some racism and misogyny we've we've also got um kind of the uh derision of experts and uh anti-medicine in general that's sort of the flavor of today's episode Mm, (sighs) anti-medicine oh no i'm sicker No, Chris, you're cured because you told yes. you told the evil Satanists to take their drugs and shove them. All right. Um, All Satan's plan. So, sorry, this is a lot of me up front here, uh, but unfortunately, I have the physical copy of the book, so it is it's my solemn and miserable duty to read the back of the book to you. So, uh, this is this is the back of the actual book. What this is one of the few times we have an actual book back to read hardcover too all right so this is the back of genesis 129 diet who are you going to believe man or god did you ever wonder why most people today are overweight almost everyone is afflicted with an acute or chronic debilitating disease you never seem to get well but only weaker and more ill that's just aging, bro. Yeah, that's why I'm laughing because I was like, it's just the decay of time. It's like, like not a big mystery. We've all figured it out. We're all aware, all aware of it. Aging. Um, <laughs> did you ever wonder why time is? <laughs> why must it go forward? Satan is why. I mean, maybe it's it's how humans perceive time. Who knows if that's actually if time is even a thing? Anyway, away from. Away from uh, ontological questions. All right. Do you ever wonder why doctors, hospitals, pharmaceutical drugs, and vaccines perpetuate your illness? (laughs) Since 1990, the rate of childhood autism has increased 100,000%. Read this book and discover the answer to these questions and more that your doctor cannot provide because he doesn't know or is afraid to tell you. Purveyors of snake oil and other witchcraft lotions and potions have changed little over the centuries. With few exceptions, yesterday's traveling Dr. Good has been replaced by today's version of the village witch doctor, identified by the sage initials, MD. The new medicine is merely the old sorcery from ages past. Modern healthcare has become a cult of worshipping doctors. The way of man inevitably leads to death. God's way leads to health and eternal life. Today, there is available to the general public literally hundreds of approaches claiming to provide optimum good health. By observing the latest fad diet, ingesting a miracle food item, or by taking a pharmaceutical wonder drug. However, none of these are efficacious unless entirely based upon the word of God. Few people believe God and what he teaches in his holy scriptures. The spirit of man is hostile to the truth. An individual will not receive the truth unless his spirit has been regenerated, born again, 
by the indwelling spirit of God. Those trusting in the deceit of man invariably fall prey to the consequences of their rejection of the truth, Jesus Christ. Genesis 129 diet is not a diet in the conventional sense of the word, but is an overall lifestyle in obedience to God. Do what he says and you will stop financing your illnesses and premature death. Then you will lose your dependence on the world's second oldest profession. Anyway. All right, Chris. Um, do you want to give us a little bit on like characters and setting and summary before we move into the content? Sure. I'll, I'll give you some characters and settings. Fucking no one, because it's a self-help book, so there's no plot, which is merciful for me. There's no one to keep track of here except, I guess, I guess, soul, espiri, espirit, espere. I, again, this is another example of us disagreeing on how to pronounce fantasy names, I suppose, Paris. <laughs> it's espiri. I suppose. It's espiri, I suppose right? He, no, it's espirit, I No, think. no, there's only one I. It's espri. Oh, I thought there was two eyes. No, there's only one. E S P R I T. Okay, so it's uh, Mr. E Sprite. <laughs> e Sprite. He's all for that electronic sprite. Mr. E Sprite. I'm fine with that. Anyway, there's no characters in here besides Mr. E Sprite yelling at you the whole time about how you should follow God. So I guess, like, Jesus is part of it. Perhaps Satan and, like, evil doctors or witch doctors, like he keeps referring to them as, which, for a very shaky reasoning, that's, like, entomological because there's. Not intimate. What's the word for words? The word for words? The word for when you study words. Oh, entomology? entomology is like bu- that. I thought that was bugs. What's bugs? Uh, I don't know what bugs bugs are. I don't know. Isn't bugs really close to words <laughs> in those in those prefixes? <laughs> uh, yeah. Entomology is bugs. Um, what? Oh shit! Yeah, entomology. etymology. Etymology. Oh, etym- etymology, not entomology. That's what I was. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. See, I'm smart. I can I can critique this book because smart. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you've got evil doctors and sorcerers, I guess, because the word for pharmacy came from the Greek word for sorcery. So that is a definitive proof that it's all bullshit magic. You see. Yes. Um, and if you want a brief summary, it's basically you better love Jesus and not eat anything processed or go to a doctor or a dentist or take a vaccine or inhale chemtrails. There are chemtrails everywhere and bad chemicals suffusing every inch of everything. But if you trust God, you'll be just fine. Don't sweat it. That's the summary, Paris. <laughs> I'm not willing to go into every last conspiracy that pops up in here and every last wrong thing. Actually, I kind of, I actually think I have a pretty good summary here. Okay. All Um, right. Hit me. All right. So I feel like this would be the, yeah, this is, this is more of, I think this is, I think this is okay. Okay. So if you wanted to understand this book in like 45 seconds, this is what I would say. So this book is based on sort of the Ur conspiracy theory that kind of feels like the precursor to QAnon. Let, let's call it PAnon. So, so here in in the PAnon world, <laughs> that's my meeting <laughs> I go to about not being able to pee next to other people in the public. Correct. Restroom. Correct. Um, the Satanic Illuminati controls the world, including all major media banks, the ADA, AMA, IMF, etc. Basically, any big organization you can make an acronym out of is controlled by literal Satanists and the actual straight-up fallen angel himself, Satan. They have their demonic claws in literally everything. 
doctors and modern medicine and dental practices intentionally designed to harm or kill, chemtrails that spray people with toxins routinely to harm and kill them and get them to go to the doctors and dentists, food and medicines dusted with heroin and cocaine that even firefighters are giving out when responding to fires, shrug, uh, food genetically engineered to harm you, and of course, that vaccines are full of things, largely mercury, that will harm or kill you and cause autism. The only way to counter this constant barrage of satanic might is to, one, believe in the Christian God, but specifically believe only, literally, in each statement within the 1611 King James Bible. Two, get exercise. Three, eat a diet that primarily consists of water you distill yourself, organic and local produce like fresh fruits, vegetables, seeds, and nuts, and avoid animal products and meat, especially anything cow or pig derived. Four, don't get vaccinated or take any medications at all. Five, don't let women have power. Six, don't let any Asian person or nation have power and definitely don't eat their food. And lastly, do all of this until Jesus returns shortly after 2025 or 2051. (laughs) I like how he hedged his bet on that last bit there. (laughs) Yeah, it was really good. So that's that's like a more comprehensive summary with like the kind of the main. <laughs> you for you left out the dental hate there. Like no, he's I didn't. Very specific. Oh, I did I thought I, I only said heard the doctors and modern the... medicine and dental practices. Oh, I see. I apologize. I just did because the mercury <laughs> thing pops up in the vaccines and in fillings because yes. fillings have some mercury in them. Dentists are therefore evil hell spawn only bent on extracting profit from you by poisoning you with mercury fillings. That is the thesis statement of the dental chapter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mercury isn't good for you, but, uh, you know, when it's in fucking tiny ass amounts that aren't even. <laughs> yeah. A lot of this book is sort of misunderstanding the idea of parts per million yes. and conflating the idea of like any presence of any of this chemical is deadly and horrible for you. Right. All right. Well, since since we got through kind of a, a summary and quickly going over the main points, let's talk about what was good in this book, Chris. What was good in this book? Okay, so while a lot of that may have seemed totally out of this world, and indeed it is, and we'll have plenty to talk about there, I will say that after I was done reading this book, I was like, man, I should exercise and stop eating processed food. So, like, it did put that idea in my head, and I didn't stop eating processed food. There's a Ziploc bag of cheese that's right next to me right now that I was munching on here, which is apparently Satan himself is the cheese it here. I don't know if you guys knew that, but that delicious salty cheesy crunchy flavor i mean that's why they're doing extra toasted paris extra toasted is just more hellish cheese it's yeah yeah it's, it's they're piling <laughs> on the temptation to make it irresistible to uh fill their ranks in hell yes so i mean i'm going there clearly and i'll be munching cheese it's the whole way down i really want a, For- <laughs> a new cheesy commercial that's like you know got the like cheese it's yeah and then it ends with like filling our ranks in hell and then that's like that's just it and, like, people no screaming one it. and like <laughs> and cheese it's new mascot is the devil and again no one yeah. questions it because it's like oh cute marketing people know the devil right I mean, I straight up would support it, so... Yeah, same. (laughs) Anyway, point being is that one of the good things about this book is that he is kind of right that certain kinds of foods are overall more healthy for you. It's kind of rich that early, or like in the back of the book, he was like saying, people are peddling this miracle food bullshit. (laughs) And he 
in a way kind of purveys that when he has a little list of like these foods are extra super healthy for you. Um and I mean there's truth in there. He basically upholds like garlic and honey. Um lemons too. I'm always a backer of lemons. You true. know that person. I I had to take a moment when when he was also upholding, hey, just eat lemons raw. And I felt like a really cool guy there because like, yo, I've been doing that. Yeah, I know. I mean, so I, I, I also enjoy like raw limes and lemons. Um yeah, we're we're citrus citrus freaks. And like that's that's true. Garlic is pretty good for you in general. Yeah. Honey is a pretty good source of a lot of different things. Yep, turmeric just, also good. Yeah. You know, drinking a lot of water also good. I mean, yeah, honestly like the diet itself, like just the food advice is really healthy. I mean, you know, there there goes to a crazy extreme in a lot of ways. I, yeah, I was going to say like, you know, we're we're trying to focus on things that were good, but I will say that there are a few things that are kind of superfluous and unnecessarily time intensive like making your own distilled water because you can't trust that the distilled water that you could purchase is not full of fluoride and evil death chemtrail chemicals so like i don't think most people are gonna invest in a distillation machine even though he's like buy the ones from china for like 300 dollars or something um but honestly like if you come away from this book exercising more and eating more fresh fruits and vegetables and like avoiding or greatly reducing your consumption of processed food and animal products, then he is right. You will feel better and be healthier, most likely, unless you have a particular medical condition that predisposes you like to need to eat in a certain way. I think that he's right about that. Um, you know, but, but like the way he here- <laughs> weird line that he draws about like any processing whatsoever. He's really into the whole raw thing. He even specifically says like, don't cook a lot of this stuff. Like, do not cook anything. I guess applying heat is the fire of Satan himself, and somehow that ruins the nutritional value. I, I think the nutrition of cooked items does change, but it doesn't necessarily universally render it inert for any nutrition. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that cooking cooking food does change some of its health values, but not enough to not enough to mean that you should never cook food and must only eat a raw diet. I mean, I think the problem with cooking food is that most people want to cook it in oils or bread it and fry it, right? Which is not good for you and which this guy is also trying to tell you to avoid. And he's right about that, you know? Um, <clears throat> but there's other ways to cook. You can steam or boil yeah. or yep. like, I just want to know where, he, why is his line on any sort of processing so strict? I, I think he even says like, fuck bread, right? Like just milling flour and combining it with like egg and water is enough for him to say, nah, fuck that. That's Satan. Well, yeah, because it he doesn't, like he doesn't want to eat because no animal products. So no eggs, none of that. Mm-mm. I mean, that you can there like a, there is there is bread that exists without eggs, of course. Egg, eggs is, eggs are actually not a main component of most breads, but um, yeah. I mean, his his whole thing is that your diet should be as local and organic and as kind of derived from you as possible. And again, he's kind of right about that because that's if you're, correct, if absolutely. You're, but I don't think you should be so fucking hard line. Like everything must follow that rule. Oh, I know, but. You know, to him, and this is this is the part of the diet that's diet advice that's bad is like the the way he gets to this conclusion, even though the conclusion is correct, is nuts. Like it's like when you guess the right answer on a math problem, 
and or you just like remember it from a previous example. And when you're asked to show the work, you just like scribble a bunch of vague formulas with numbers and arrows and like Satan circle your answer because you because you don't actually fucking know how you know the answer. Like I feel like that's what this is. His if you were to ask him to show the work, he would say you need to do these things to prevent uh, Satan from taking over your life and your soul being condemned to eternal damnation. And I would say. Well, I think you should eat this way because you will live longer and happier on this mortal plane. And so those are two very different reasons yeah, to come to the same right? conclusion. I mean, we enjoy many of the satanic delights that he denigrates, including seltzer water. He, apparently he's like, oh, adding that carbonation is the gas of Satan. Yeah, dude, what the fuck because- is wrong with carbonation? Like, I don't get that part. <laughs> like, look, man, you already got me just drinking plain ass water. Can I not at least have little bubbles of joy in there? No, you can. There's other kinds of water you can have, Paris. You can have garlic water. That's true. You just true. put the garlic in the water. You can also spray yourself in the face with the concoction <laughs> of, like, turmeric and garlic three yep, times a day. That is That's correct. where that spraying in your face three times a day. He wants you to, like, put garlic water in a spritzer and add some turmeric and something. There was, like, a couple, I think some cayenne even. He was like, yeah, throw that yes. in there and hit yourself three times a day. Actually, Chris, can you take us through the daily routine of, like, this book would recommend the following daily routine. <laughs> Okay, let me see if I can find this. So, as far as I can tell, this guy's daily routine includes spraying yourself with that garlic turmeric <laughs> mist three times a day, steaming and distilling and drinking one gallon of water that you do yourself, regular exercise, going outside with the bullhorn and screaming about chemtrails for some period of time, getting arrested, getting bailed out, going home, having a huge dinner of like raw garlic and onions and maybe some lemons and cherries, praying... And then sleeping. Yeah, I mean, that's Which pretty much like, what he recommends, like, the that, reader do. <laughs> so Also, like, yeah, sitting in, like, there's, like, he wants you to have a specific room in your house that's all air filtered mm-hmm. with, like, plants and HEPA filters in it to, like, detoxify yourself from the chemtrails that are outside. This honestly sounds like the routine of a very paranoid evangelist Wario to me. Just, like, all <laughs> the garlic and onions and shit. Just like so he was born again for some reason, saw all the wrong that he was doing to Mario and Luigi, and I suppose the rest of the denizens of the Mushroom Kingdom, and came out the other side with with this. Yeah, yeah, it does feel like a, a weird. Ah, make sure to spray yourself three times a day with the garlic and turmeric. <laughs> it does watch feel out like a- for the chemtrails. It's Bowser. Oh, God, it's like Born Again Wario, you know, like, he gets hit the wrong way during fucking... <laughs> the blue uh, shell took him too hard Yeah, the shell. <laughs> yeah, the shell took him too hard in Mario Kart, and he wakes up, and he's he's ready. He's only down with the 1611 uh, King James Bible. Um, <laughs> While Luigi's like, brother, I thought we were going to have a steal some coins later. No, I must sit in my room and cleanse myself of the chemtrails. Oh, yeah. Would you like a lemon? <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, there and therein concludes the only good thing about this book. It's kind of right about what you should eat and how much water you should drink. The end. Well, there's, I mean, there's also the little sort of kernels of truth about how the medical industry is somewhat yeah. profit extracting. Right, yeah, so, yeah, it's in there. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's in there. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah. So things that were bad. 
Um, I it's it's actually pretty repetitive. Uh, I think this book wastes a lot of ink and a lot of time reminding you that pharmaceutical drugs are evil, Satan is behind all bad things, etc. Like, if that's really your premise, just he should have just said that once to establish it in the prologue and then restated it again in, you know, in the end of the book. But the rest of the time in the book should have been spent proving that hypothesis, not just slamming it into my fucking eyes over and over again. Like, every page. Like, I swear, watch. I'm going to just open a random page. All right. It, it really does hit you with the same, hey, Satan is out there. Watch out. Over and over and over again. Uh, yeah, let's, let's see. Um, whereas elementary school children were formerly taught how to read and spell directly from the King James Bible, presently their reading text has been replaced by Harry Potter witchcraft books that teach them how to cast spells. The Harry <laughs> Potter book series, essentially Luciferian initiation manuals, should be subtitled Witchcraft for Dummies. Today's neo-pagan parents see nothing wrong in all this. Hardly anywhere is there a cry of outrage or even a sheepish whimper of protest. The youth of today are the generation that will enthusiastically embrace the Antichrist and the Revelation 13 microchip mark of this LCF government beast. So as you oh, can well, see... Pack a lot into the, just a couple of sentences there, right? Yeah, uh, so as you can see, you know, he says that it's bad that children no longer learn how to read and spell from the Bible and are instead apparently learning how to read and spell from the Harry Potter books, which isn't actually true. I've never um, seen that in any no. educational curriculum standards whatsoever. It's like, no. Man, that would actually kind of fucking suck that you have to learn how to spell muggle before anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know how to spell infrastructure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I and so he just says this is bad without providing any reasoning. He actually thinks that the Harry Potter books teach children how to cast spells, like cast spells in italics. And he does consider them Luciferian initiation manuals. Like he actually thinks that these silly fantasy books for children are really about evil satanic magic. And I think we can all agree that that is not the case. And honestly, if he really thought that, it would have been fine if he had some supporting evidence. Like, you know... I don't know. In 1996, that you know, time like four when Harry of slit the throat of a goat <laughs> and said, "Hail Satan!" in the fifth book. No, no, no. I mean, like real world examples. Like this group of kids read the books and then you know murdered their siblings or whatever. I mean, I don't really think a single example is you know proving anything. But at least it would have been an but attempt. At least, yeah, right. <laughs> you like, know, at least something. Yeah, but this is just, these books are bad because I think they're about witchcraft, even though, like, he clearly has never read them. I mean, the, I read one Harry Potter book. I didn't like it, but it didn't teach me how to fucking cast spells. Dude, if kids knew yeah, how to cast say. spells, like, this world <laughs> would be better in some ways, also worse in other ways. It would, I guess, it would probably be about the same, but weirder. Uh, like, if kids actually knew how to cast evil satanic spells, where's the downside to that? Where's all the evidence that children are yeah. casting evil satanic spells? I, yeah, there's. I just guess like no if they really there. were initiation manuals for how to cast spells, then how come the fucking spells don't work? Shitty ass manual, right? Like imagine you got a manual on how to operate a machine, and it was like, oh, this is just a metaphorical primer for how to operate this machine. We'll get to the real stuff later. 
Yeah, it it really. So again, I didn't even plan that. I literally just opened to a page and read. But that's you know that's a great example of how this book is just kind of like Chris said at the top of the hour. You know, just kind of scolding you the whole time and telling you things are bad without really showing you that they are. Um, you know, and like Chris was saying, actually, Chris, if you wanna if you wanna take this this next point, um, all all good lies have an undercurrent of truth, right? Yeah, and we sort of brought this up a couple times before where, like, in the food part, yes, there are certain foods that seem to do a lot for someone's health or immune system a little bit more than others. Um, It is better to eat less processed foods in general. Try to avoid having meat every single time you eat a meal. Less dairy, less meat in general is probably going to help you out. Um, And... His mentions of the medical system only existing to extract profit is very far-fetched in terms of, like, that's the only thing they're for, but there's some kernel of truth that that system does exist to extract profit from people because of, well, capitalism in general. Not necessarily Satan, but the system that we as humans have set up for that reason. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, And the American medical system, you know, for those of you fortunate to not live in America, uh, it, it's insanely fucked up. It's expensive, convoluted, it, and it often puts profit over care. Since, like Chris just said, everything is privatized and centered around capitalism. You know, much of the food that's marketed to the American public is unhealthy and packed with excess sugars and fillers, just like Chris said. And, you know, let's not forget the U.S. government has and continues to do extremely fucked up shit that surveils, harms, and kills its citizens. I mean, if you, you know, if you're not familiar with this kind of face of America, the Tuskegee experiment, the forced sterilization of women in in this country and in territories that the U.S. has controlled in the past, MKUltra, Cointelpro, which then just became fucking legal with the Patriot Act, you know, and numerous other examples. So, like, I understand how with enough isolation and YouTube algorithms, someone could end up here. Like, someone could believe this stuff because it's so there's so much confirmation bias around you right like there's all these things going on that kind of seems pretty evil a lot of it can be evil but i think for me the separation in how he gets or where he arrives versus what where we arrive when we hear about this stuff is it's a matter of degrees right and intent and planning so mr esprite reads this and he sees a grand overarching satanic scheme with like an hierarchical setup of like hey satan's at the top and he's got his like i don't know middle managers in the middle managing all his different industries to make sure everything comes around to fucking over the human race in the specific way that he wants to just bring all of us down and i you know i don't think this stuff is as planned out as he says there is Definitely different entities that don't give a fuck about you and only see you as a meat bag to extract a little bit of money off of. And there's plenty of entities out there that do terrible stuff, like the U.S. government with its surveillance and harm and overthrowing regimes just for capitalist interest. I mean, just go read about the whole Chiquita banana thing and where, where the word banana republic comes from. I mean... Read about this bananas. You want to talk about GMOs? Right? Like, <laughs> this isn't like conspiracy theorist stuff. It's just like shit that happens, but it's not because Satan. It's because there are hundreds of different entities all looking out for themselves 
in the pursuit of more capital to give themselves more power. It's not like everyone got together and decided, hey, let's all fuck over the little guy. It's a million different people fucking over the little guy for their own self-interest. Chris! And it's the chaos of that that results in where we are now, not Satan. Yeah, I mean, Chris, once again, the villain is capitalism. It's not Solus Spree. Yeah. It's capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Once again. Oh, it's like that Scooby-Doo meme, you know? You rip off the mask and it's <laughs> it's always capitalism under there. Um, It's always just, you know, putting the dollar ahead of everything else because the dollar is how you survive and do better. That's the reason, right? Is like we all need the dollar to do better and have a better life. So... If that's what makes our lives better, then obviously some people are going to not have a problem with saying, like, well, I don't care if, you know, a bunch of people get fucked over by the processes I put in place so that I have more money. Because yeah. I don't have to think about them. Sorry, I also feel like anyone who thinks that the satanic Illuminati, you know, this, like, PNON or, or QAnon stuff, I really feel like they've never had to do a group project before. Yes, 100%, <laughs> like, like, have you ever tried have to you get ever a had group? to corral five? <laughs> trying to get a band to show up all the uh, same day of practice. Trying to get a D and D group to have a scheduled meeting that isn't thrown awry by someone's work schedule or school schedule, and that's like fine again. But like, there is no you know grand plan encompassing millions of different people who are all shutting up about it and not saying a word about it to anyone. Yeah, the level of secrecy that this would require, yeah, again, just seems like have you like my two questions are: Have you ever tried to organize a group project? And two, have you ever tried to tell someone a secret and have them keep it? Like, I just, I, it does not pass the test. I don't think big conspiracy theories like this pass that test. It does not seem likely. Although this man does clearly believe in like actual fucking magic, so maybe yeah. that's why. Because he, you know, he's thinking, well, this is Satan, this is a supernatural entity, therefore he can do anything. But in that case, like, why would Satan let you have lemons and garlic, right? Like, like if he can, at the flip of a claw, you know, fucking <laughs> overthrow a government, then why would he let people have things that- Oh shit, I forgot to get rid of garlic. Oh, <laughs> fuck it. Oh, I can't do it. I can't get rid of it now. Fuck. Rebecca, oh, to, oh, Rebecca, I need you. I need you to deal with the garlic situation. Sir, it's been millennia since they've had garlic. It would be really weird if it all disappeared. Rebecca, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, many Recurring episodes. character Rebecca. Many episodes ago, we had we accidentally Rebecca, had Satan's intern, had a bit. Yeah, where Satan and Rebecca. Satan's PA. <laughs> yeah. Satan's assistant, Rebecca. Um, so, I mean, in the end, again, I there's a certain mindset that some people have where they're looking for the grand plan, like the plot. I think this ties again <laughs> into a criticism I had a couple of books ago about people that want things to work out like movies or like media or a book. Like they've seen too many movies and they think that's how stuff be. Mm -hmm. Or they just don't want to face the fact that it's all these chaotic parameters that we have no really good control of that are all bouncing off each other to result in where we are now. And I, that is a frightening thing to think about in that a lot of these things have are out of our control, complete, not completely out of our control, but to a degree where getting a handle on them and reorienting the beast would take so much effort and no one wants to think about having to do that. 
because there's all these parameters and variables that we would have to control for or try to, you know, think about, and that's too crazy. It's much easier to think, well, this is all in someone's grand plan. And this goes both ways, like both the evil grand plan of Satan and some people that are like, ah, climate change ain't a problem. Someone will figure that out. That's how oh. the movie works. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> there's, there's not a grand overarching scheme. We're all out here just bouncing off each other. Yeah. You know, and even if, even if you are someone who, you know, believes in higher powers and stuff like that, that's fine. But, you know, there's definitely some level of human agency and chaos, even, I think, in sort of a, a big overarching plan. And I think this kind of, you know, the plan, the schematic that Soul Esprit presents is, um, yeah, a little too, a little too kind of Hollywood movie perfect, right? It's a little too Dr. Evil, you know, like from the Austin Powers movies. It's like so complicated. It's silly. Um, yeah. And, you know, next thing that was not good about this book, um, this author, Mr. Esprit, uh, really just keeps hammering that there is only one correct way to exist and it's his way. You have to follow the 1611 King James Bible and worship, you know, that particular flavor of the Christian God. And not only is, you know, that mm, specious, Full of right? Dark Ages flavor. <laughs> oh, and no, the 1611 version isn't... That's not... That's not... Like, yeah, I got my... I, I'm sorry. I'm sure I've got my errors wrong here, but that was just my funny joke. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, you, but yeah, you're right. It's like this very specific... It's not even just, oh, you have to be a Christian. It's like... He is very, very adamant that only the 1611 King James Bible is the correct Bible, which is wild. He doesn't because... even tell you why. He doesn't no. tell you why. That's the correct <laughs> it does tell you why. And, uh, well, he says that it's the, like, unadulterated word of God. And I was like, bro, you want to talk about adulterated? Have you seen the Bible? Do you know how many different <laughs> fucking versions there are? And how it's but, been like, trans- why should I take his word for that that's the one? Yeah, I I don't know. But I think Especially it's really- in the rest of the book, he's like, think for yourself. Don't submit to authority, <laughs> but submit to God, the authority over everything. So, like, and which also one, dude? Also submit to me, the authority. The authority. Right. Lower than yes. God. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just think Give it's really... Give me all your garlic and unprocessed <laughs> foods. I just think it's, it's me, really... It's Wario Espirit. I changed my name. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, um... This is my scheme to get more coins for my Mario Party game. Sol, Sol Rio. Sol Rio Esprit. <laughs> um... <laughs> fuck. Uh, yeah, and so... I just think it's really rich that the author is like, I don't want anything that's adulterated. Like, I don't want food that's adulterated or, or the word of God adulterated. And the Bible has been translated and mistranslated through so many languages over so many thousands of years that I just don't understand how you can be like, this one, this this one from 1611, though, that's the right one. It's like, wh why is that the right one? <laughs> it's the one that mentions garlic. <laughs> You know, only oh 1611 King James Bible. And it's just because King James was really into garlic. Who knew? Um, <laughs> I'm really getting to like Watto from the Star Wars The Phantom Menace territory here. <laughs> yeah, you really were. Uh, only garlic. <laughs> Chris, are you going to retire building uh, lemon racers? Is that what you're going to do in your old age? 
It's broken, but you can try. It had lemon in it. This is so similar, it's actually frightening if I look away from your video. <laughs> um, anyway, you know, I, I yeah, I guess I really just wanted to say, you know, look, the Bible has had all sorts of translations, mistranslations. It's had stuff added to it, removed from it. it you know, so it's it's not really... For me, like it's, it's not, not the raw Bible. It's a very processed. It's Bible. a very it's processed Bible. <laughs> Correct, not a non-organic Bible, uh, but like it's not a very great text to pull from for literal guidance, which is what Mister Esprit's doing here. Like, don't get me wrong, the Bible has got some good sentiments and some bad ones, and you kind of uh -huh. have to navigate those. You have to navigate within your own life in the time and place in which you live, while keeping in mind the context. Of the fact that this is a book that's that's been constantly transformed by human sources. Like, you gotta do a little thinking. <laughs> you can't just accept everything verbatim from the Bible because there's a lot of shit in there that's bad. You know? There's a lot of, like, having sex with family members and rape and murder and all this stuff that's sanctioned because the god of that, I guess, I don't know, the translation of god at that time, you know, that flavor of god that that group of people wanted... Yeah, really, yeah. it seems like it tends to uphold the ideals of the time a little bit. Yes, it sure does. Uh, so, yeah, just just not, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong that if you're a Christian and you're, you know, if you're of any of the sort of Abrahamic faiths, like, that's fine. But, you know, there's a reason, <laughs> like, I don't know. I just think it's funny that this is... This seems to be news to people, including Mr. Esprit. I don't know. Like, it, it's a book that's been adulterated by humans. Like, you can't take everything from it literally. You live in a different time and place. <laughs> anyway. Drives, drives me nuts. Um, Yeah. Uh, next, next problem with this book. Big problem. So, remember how earlier we were talking about how we really felt like this book didn't, didn't actually explain or support it's all right didn't argue its case so <clears throat> it it's it's even worse than you think because there are only two maybe three links to old news articles in this book to support any of these claims there's like a section with specific stories about how people were supposedly poisoned by chemtrails but there's nothing directing the reader to where this information came from. Same for any statistics that are provided. The best we get is a single mention that, oh, these statistics were from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, but we don't get a year. And like, or how... Not even a link. Yeah, not even a link. Or how that data is related to the overall data set it was derived from. Because if you go on like the U.S. Department of Labor or like the Health and Human Services page... Any any of those pages that are, you know, bound to have, like, databases in them, there are so many different parameters when you're querying on data. Like, I have no fucking idea what that data set was from. Like, what are you talking about? So it just leaves you with a bunch of... He just says a bunch of things and just expects you to take it all at face value. I mean, if you want to... If you want to convince me of a satanic Illuminati conspiracy governing literally all things in America... 
really going to need more than you ranting at me for 300 pages. Like, you got to put some supports under that rant or it just means nothing. <laughs> Stall can fall, fall over if you do that. Hey, oh, that, I'm going to put my contractor voice on here again. Oh, yeah, buddy. These ideas are, uh, they're all really unsupported. Uh, <laughs> what kind of unlicensed neurons you got working on this kind of thing? Because uh, I can see this is real shoddy work over here. You don't, you don't even have a source. You just have random data that you pulled and you didn't even give any references here. This is all going to fall apart at the first whiff of anyone critiquing it. <laughs> Doesn't matter how many plants you put in a room. It's, uh, it's all going to fall down. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... And what? The, I thought it was be fine. I made, I put the garlic oh, plants in here. <laughs> These ideas, I, I grew them myself. <laughs> I'm just going to be plagued by Watario Esprit forever. Like, <laughs> this is my fucking hell. Uh, and I don't know. There there are further questions, right? Because if... If Mr. Esprit believes that the government and healthcare and the government and healthcare industries are both lying all the time, why would you even care what their reported statistics are? Right? Like that <laughs> threw me such for a loop is like, oh, they're all lying to you. And in case to support my argument from before, here is a study done by these group of liars. Yeah. So it's a little tough, right? Because it's like, well, how do you determine who's who's lying about what and when? Yeah, there um there's just a bunch oh. of stuff like um there's oh yeah, Chris. How about the part where he's like a university study, just capital U university, <laughs> revealed that fish exposed to chemtrails nanofibers suffered severe brain damage after 48 hours. What university? When what did fish? this happen? Where was it? Well, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't answer any like who, what, when, where, why, how? It doesn't some answer. University <laughs> somewhere looked at some fish, and trust me, they had them chemtrail nanofibers in there. Yeah, I mean, you know, Chris, what on earth is happening in there? Um, it, it's just the uh, many documents that show that hospitals kill. Mmm, accurate and damning documents. Documents that show how hospitals kill at this time of year in this genre, located entirely within this book. Yes. May I see them? No. <laughs> I mean, there's there is a part where he just straight up is like, there's all these documents showing how hospitals kill, and you know, doctors are the the you know the third leading cause of death, and like, yes, it's true that the I God I can't remember how it's phrased. Um, sorry, I gotta look this up real quick. Like, he's not wrong that, uh, like, hospitals or medical is listed as, like, the third leading cause of death, but it's because a lot of people die in hospitals. Right? One of those causation doesn't equal correlation, or cor the other way around, correlation doesn't equal causation. Well, yeah, and it's also because, you know, when you take into the account the overall population, you know... And people going to, like, obviously a lot of people going to hospitals are going to have illnesses, potentially be near death. I mean, think about emergency rooms and urgent care, right? So as far as I'm concerned, I don't really, I don't know that that really supports what he's trying to say. Um, but It's a specious relationship at best. Yeah, actually, wait a second. I can get... Um, Okay. 
Good old CDC. Um, yeah, I mean, if you look up, like, the leading causes of death overall for morta- mortality in the United States, latest data we have is from two years ago, from 2019. None of- Oh, that's going to be a little out of date. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but none of the top things are, like, doctors. It's heart disease, cancer, unintentional accidents, chronic lower respiratory disease, stroke, Alzheimer's, diabetes, nephritis, influenza, pneumonia, and suicide. So I think his reasoning was basically like, well, doctors cause all of that with their bad practice, yes. so therefore it's really all doctors in the end. That is true, but he was looking at a specific stat that I also saw, but, you know, re- realized that like, he misinterpreted it. Uh, anyway, sorry, getting a little off topic there. Uh, man, he, this dude really hates dentists. Fucking hates dentists. <laughs> And again, like I said before, it's really just mostly because he heard that there's mercury in fillings and therefore they must be ultra Satanists. Yeah. And like the funny thing about mercury in fillings is like, I mean, most like a lot of people don't even use um, fillings with mercury in them anymore. I mean, some some dentists do, uh, but it's not really an issue unless it like breaks apart in your mouth and you like swallow it, but it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. Again, this is another parts per million misunderstanding, right? Like technically water is toxic. If you drink enough of it, (laughs) anything is bad for you in a certain amount. Oxygen will kill you if there's too much of it. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think this is a little different. Whereas like, you know, obviously, if a filling comes out and you swallow it, I think I think you could, you know, you actually, I don't know. You may have to go to like a poison control center. That would be my guess. But I don't actually know. I'm going to look this up. Um, Are you going to do some research and check your work, Paris? Well, That's I mean, not I'm, the soul of Spirit Genesis 129 diet way. Uh, you should just trust what he says. <laughs> what to do if my. Oh, OK. Um. So I guess it's okay if you swallow it, you'll just pass it, you'll just shit it out. But if you inhale it, that can cause serious uh, complications. I don't. Okay. So noted. So that, if I crack my that, crown, <laughs> don't breathe. Well, that makes sense, right? Because breathing yeah. any large, any sort of metal obstruction into an airway would cause serious yes. problems. I mean, it's not just mercury. I think anything will do the job there. Yeah, and I think you know, in his mind, he so. One of Sol Esprit's main points here is he thinks that there's, like, general buildup of mercury in the system from vaccines and fillings and chemtrail spraying and whatever, I don't know, food additives. He thinks every, he thinks heroin and cocaine is in food. He thinks firefighters give out ADHD medication. Like, I... How? I, where did this connection <laughs> come from, Paris? No, There's, like, a throwaway line that's, like, like, those firefighters or even they're giving out ADHD medication to the kids. There's, like, a, a couple of paragraphs about how Ritalin is bad and how we mm-hmm. shouldn't be giving it to kids and all that. Like, aside from that, like, what story did he read where a firefighter, like, came upon a house on fire on fire and was like boy you know what you need to fucking pay attention (laughs) like what is is that what it was you know so i guess stumbled upon the solution to high prescription drug costs just set your house on fire free drugs yay (laughs) set your house on fire yeah i don't know where he got this idea either because I, i i the only thing i could think of is that he's confusing 
firefighters with paramedics and paramedics are, you know, always around for for fires and accidents. And maybe he thinks that paramedics just administer random drugs to people. But that's also not what paramedics do. Like, it, they're not like, oh, no, your house is on fire. <laughs> like, no, you know, it's not just like. Just take the calm down. Just shh, go to sleep. <laughs> Oh, my garlic is in there. <laughs> Sir, we saved your garlic. Don't worry. You had the sticker <laughs> on your window. We saw it. Um, took the garlic plants first. <laughs> and, I mean, he also, Mr. Esprit also thinks that heroin and cocaine is in food, which is why people are so addicted to processed no, food. No, it's, <laughs> it's just sugar and salt in your reward center in your brain and endorphins. Like, how wildly unprofitable would it be to fucking <laughs> add processed heroin and cocaine into the... Like, you have to source it and hide the sourcing and, like, mix it in in just the right amount so, like, no one's ODing on it or, like... Think about it for two seconds, dude. It it makes no sense, even if you're even from the profit extraction mindset. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, not not only that, but like, if there was just cocaine and heroin and everything, people would be having crazy symptoms and reactions that are <laughs> that are not the things Soul Esprit is talking about. He's like, oh, do you always feel kind of sick? Like, dude, if there were if there was heroin and cocaine in my food all the time. I would probably be dead. I would probably die pretty fast. <laughs> like, I- also, like, what a co- like. How are you supposed to even like manage that if it's cocaine for uppers and heroin for downers? Is it like they're all mixing a little bit? Like those gummy bears made me feel real fucking sleepy. But boy, <laughs> did that chocolate really help! Are you are you doing lines of Hershey's? <laughs> yeah, it Fine. tastes better just, in my nose. <laughs> what? Um. I've noticed I get more of that chocolatey feeling if I do it that way. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's just, it's so obviously biologically and also societally explainable, right? Like, cheap processed food is, you know, pro- sorry, I should go back. Processed food is cheaper, largely because we have all of these lobbying groups and government subsidies for things like soy and corn, which, you know, can be made into a variety of things and used as filler and blah, blah, blah. There's all these reasons that processed food exists more readily. It's just because capitalism has decided that processed food is easier to extract profit from. And that's what we got. And then people end up buying it because it's convenient and fast and tastes good, right? And all the additives like, you know, and sugar and salt, things things that taste sweet and salty... (laughs) encourage humans to eat more of them because our our brains you know are not wired for the last hundred years that we've been living in in sort of the modern western world um and our brains are wired to seek out sugar and salt and then hoard that because it's it's got a bunch of fucking energy in it right and we got to run away from animals and and not die and whatever you know we humans are based for t- lean times and unfortunately we have not had a lean time it, you know most people i should say that was a very bad uh general explanation i was just going off the cuff trying to ex- try to explain that like there is a very reasonable <laughs> explanation that does yeah. not involve heroin and, heroin and cocaine and food um anyway <laughs> right 
Um, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> there's one point where one of his pieces of evidence um, that, you know, he's right and everything he says is true, uh, there's a part where he says that his printer is not working and that is evidence that the government is attacking him. And it's like, no, you just can't. You just <laughs> it in wrong, figure it out. He's like, yeah. oh, it's clearly Satan and his evil government apparatus is why this fucking thing keeps coming out torn up and bent. Keeps telling me, I loaded it in flat. <laughs> I loaded it in flat. It's one of the few pages where It was my garlic water recipe and they don't want me to print it. Yeah, no, it was like, it was like, uh, oh, right. He also contends that putting fluoride in drinking water is a Nazi experiment. And so he has like a, a f- water treatment facility with a fluoride tank and it has a swastika on it. Um, ah, yes. It's a picture of the interior of a chemtrail plane showing tanks of toxic spray for aerosol dispersal over large geographic areas. This was the only photograph of chemtrail planes the author was able to obtain from the internet before his computer and printer were suddenly sabotaged by an electronic attack disabling the computer from accessing or printing other images. Chemtrails are a top secret operation of the Illuminati global hierarchy. Bro, you just went on a fucking like darknet website and someone like got access to your computer because you don't know shit about cybersecurity. Relax. Yeah, I don't, I mean, it's just the, it is, it is, it does look like the inside of a plane, and there are canisters, but, like, I can't tell what Who's any to of say this what is. The, what's in there? It could be fucking Kool-Aid, right? Yeah. Pat, like, it, they're just, yeah, spraying everyone with a good, tasty time. Yeah, it could be. He actually does mention Kool-Aid in the book, and he misspells it, which was, like, aggravating <laughs> to me for some reason. Oh, oh, do we want to talk about 100,000 million? Or whatever the number was. Sure. What was it? This is... Ah, way, he spells Kool-Aid C-O-O-L hyphen A-I-D, which is, I guess if you have never seen the word Kool-Aid printed, I didn't and you just remember. heard about it, I guess that's how you would write it. I didn't remember that. That's funny. I just, I just really want to return to the Paris Does Math segment of TBC, because we haven't had that in a really long yeah, time. The, I mean, hey, it's the start of a new season here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, so it happens twice in the book, and I'm kind of annoyed with myself for not having noted a page, but, um, and I, I believe it says 100,000, like, you know, written out in, in numbers, and then million after it, so 100,000 million, uh, and I was like, what, why would you write, the first time I was like, oh, he just, I don't know. He maybe he meant to say a million. It's just a typo or something. But then it happened again, and I was like, "Uh oh, this." He thinks this is a number. I don't. I don't think that's how you would write. He's he's just doing a classic big number means scary. That's all. Yeah, but it was it was extra weird because I think it was like the population of the Earth, and I was like, I think that's too big. <laughs> I, was like, I think that's too many. Um, that's why it matters well, to me. There's a lot because- of us, but that's a. Yeah, it was, like, connected to a real thing that I was like, I don't think that's right. But I'm also not, um, I'm not a mathematician. Oh, is this it? Oh, okay. For decades, genocidal motives have been expressed by legal criminal fraternity spokesmen such as Henry Kissinger, who confirmed the globalist agenda to reduce the world population from its current level 
of about 7 billion to 500,000 million one-fourteenth the present size. Okay, I'm going to just do a quick calculator. Yeah, what is 500,000 million? Uh, let's see. 500,000. <laughs> I don't know. Times 1 million. Because I thought it was like an insanely large number. It is 5e11, which I know is like 5c11th five... power. Yeah, yeah. So uh... that's definitely not less than 7 billion. It's definitely not less than 7 billion. That's not like, <laughs> that's not a smaller number. Yeah, I think that's, um. I don't even have to do it out, Paris. Oh, you know what? I think it's, uh, is it, hmm, is it 500 billion? Is that? Something like that. Here, let's do five times five. <laughs> I'm going to do it a couple times. One, Which two, is... three, four, <clears throat> five, six, seven, eight, nine. At nine, I've already got to nine billion, which has exceeded the world's population. Okay. So, <laughs> so if I do it a couple more times. <laughs> I'm glad that we have arrived at the idea that this is absurd and wrong. And he cites it twice. I don't know why it's written that way. I don't know why he thinks that 500,000 million is one fourteenth of seven billion. And why is that a target number? He thinks that that's the target number. It's like enough for people enough it's enough uh people to keep working for everything to still run for the satanic illuminati but like enough that they can still kill enough people and i just don't think that that i don't think that makes any sense either because yeah paris i don't think you need to be doing much more thinking on that part wait how many zeros <laughs> it's an extended paris does math segment um i think that's only 500 million Okay. Maybe? Could I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and do the math out for, like, what's enough people to keep things running for a satanic Illuminati elite? But, yeah, I mean, if he thinks, if he thinks it's 500 million, that is not, that is just not a lot of people globally. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think that the satanic Illuminati that clearly needs, uh, a worker class, as he as he also says, I don't think that's enough <laughs> for you know all the jets and and Gucci and whatever they need and fucking dodo eggs or whatever. Um, I it doesn't the math doesn't seem to work out, and I'm really glad that I was I was like five hundred thousand million. That's we, like we don't even really need a long <laughs> proof here, Paris. Like no. I just did it with the simple only five to the ninth power is already. Two billion more people than exist currently. So yeah, so I think I think it is yeah. So anyway, that was weird. Like I mean, the basic math didn't work out there. You know, I I don't understand. I think this because person... he's, he's expecting you not to check it, Paris. He just yes. thinks you're going to read scary number and move on and accept his point of view. That's very true. Yeah, and then you know, and then there's the the glorious moments where we got. Uh, ooh, a big old dose of misogyny on page 58. <laughs> All of a sudden, just... Paris, I would like you to read this in your Wario voice. <laughs> I don't have a Wario voice. What? You're going to try. Eh, I can only do... Eh, eh, no, that doesn't really work. Um, <laughs> I, can't, I can't really do it, but I can try. Um, Here, I can get you to start. Just say, 
Garlic. Just say that and you'll get in the Garlic. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's weird. There it is. There is a larger issue involved in the vaccine school drugging campaign, and that is the NWO feminist agenda. Today's matriarchal society in America is gearing up to further suppress the formerly male-dominated culture. This is being accomplished by various means, chief among which is chemically, in addition to promoting estrogen-based diets, <laughs> soy, and consumption of growth hormone-fed livestock. The feminist witches are behind the campaign to give Ritalin and other psychotropic drugs to boys in order to anesthetize, neutralize, and dumb them down. Male children are naturally more active than their female peers, yet this hyperactivity is being cited as an excuse to pump them with psychotropic drugs to make them calm down. As infants, they were given a series of mercury, <laughs> aluminum, aspartame vaccines to drop their IQ at least 20 points. Then, once they reached elementary school age, the medical fiends injected them again, this time with drugs bioengineered to destroy what they a little they bit made. more like salacious crumbs <laughs> goblin cousin or something, but I, I appreciate the effort. Well, we've already determined that I I I am a gremlin. So that that yes. tracks. <laughs> to destroy what little they may retain in the way of masculinity. Recent statistics indicate that girls comprise nearly 80% of the top scholastic achievement in elementary schools. This is no accident, but is the result of the MCF's gender agenda to move women into formerly male occupations, thus transforming a once God-ordained male-dominated society into a passive, cognitively incapacitated world culture ruled by domineering Jezebels! <laughs> It also had a hint of, like, the greasy teenager from The Simpsons in there that's always, like, <laughs> you know, working the fast food stand. Uh, yeah, I can't really. I appreciate I, the effort. Thank you very much, Paris. It was I, beautiful. I can't do voices. This just did. Okay, yeah. Um, so. Uh, yeah, so obviously, just, okay, despite the fact that it was funny that I was, you know, salacious crumbs next of kin for a moment. Um, yeah, it's a pretty horrible thing to say that girls are only, women are only smart. Because uh, they are, because men are drugged and dumbed down. And I mean, if you look at any data about like who gets paid more in jobs, it ain't women. <laughs> tell you that. Who, who has roles on councils and in government? It's mostly not women. Uh, we're still. It's the natural still, order of things, Paris. It can't order. just be that that's how it was set up for hundreds and thousands of years and that. There's no good reason for it. It must be God. Well, I mean, I think I think the shitty thing is that, you know, he's like the natural order of things is that women are subservient to men. That's obviously not something I subscribe to. Um, and, uh, you know, and so in addition to that lovely sentiment, we also have some bizarre anti-Asian uh, anti racism in oh, here. Oh, boy. There's a whole like two page spread on how food from many countries from Asia is full of MSG, which you guess it is also poison, um, even though it's not. There's nothing wrong with MSG. Um, it's and, got some Satan in it. It's that mega Satan goo. That's what it stands for. Yeah. And he basically says that. Actually, let me just flip to the page. For those of you following along at home, it's page 74. I hope you do not have this book so you're following along <laughs> yeah. at home. Um, yeah, so he so he thinks that in a so uh processed food also uh 
encapsulates restaurant prepared food. So no, no like freezer stuff from the grocery store and also no going to like a Thai restaurant. Um, he says that prepared foods in nearly all restaurants are particularly dangerous to human health and longevity. This is especially true of foods offered by Eastern Oriental restaurants, Chinese, Japanese, Thai, Korean, etc. The Eastern cultures are hostile to the West and particularly America. The reason for this seems to be the opposition of their religious belief system to Christianity and the one and only true God of the 1611 KJV Bible. Hmm, it couldn't possibly be all the war and colonization, right? No, it couldn't possibly be. No Um, way! (laughs) Um, uh... Yeah, anyway, he goes on to say, like, food served in Chinese buffets are doused with hidden poisons, like aspartame, MSG, which, according to him, are both proven to cause Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and ADHD in children. No source, um, yet again, on that. Nope. Uh, oh, so, like, oh, yeah, he- why does he specifically call out, like, buffets, like Chinese buffets? Are pizza places fine or less no, no. safety? No, he says he says that um these neurotoxins are are present in the food served in both Oriental and American restaurants. Uh, the next time you desire to dine at an Oriental restaurant, ask yourself this question: Can I entrust my health to a nearly one hundred percent pagan culture that pays homage to other gods and is largely in opposition to the Christian faith and Christian God? Yikes! Yeah, yikes! Um. I don't really know. I mean, he goes out of his way a couple of times to say that any food prepared, prepackaged in any restaurant is bad. So I don't really know, like, why he singles out Asian cuisine specifically. It's really bizarre. It's really weird. I think it's just the MSG, like, conspiracy shit. Because remember when that was going around, like, the 90s and early 2000s? And to some extent still today. Um, but yeah, just really gross, right? Like, I, 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 yeah, it's just, I don't know. And the, the idea that other countries don't like America because they have a different faith is just ignoring America's entire racist, imperialist, and extractive history, right? Like, like, there couldn't possibly be another reason other than that. Yeah, no, it's just, they hate our God, that's it. And, like, the wacky thing is that because of all of the kind of like you know imperialism and uh capitalism we've engaged with with other countries we've actually <laughs> spread christianity to those places and many of them are some flavor of christianity in other yeah. countries so it's just like so wild what's to your me. problem dude it's so wild to me that he's like oh they don't like christianity and it's like dude a lot of them a lot of countries you know were kind of forcibly converted due to occupation i mean like look at the philippines man like i mean you know and you could also blame countries that are not just america for that but generally western you know western world um yeah it it's it's really an ignorant um thing to print in a book but clearly this person like doesn't socialize with others and yeah (laughs) lives lives in a very narrow little box you know wherever Mm -hmm. wherever they live so yeah, huge bummer. All right, Chris, you uh got any other 
Many are fun things to add. Sure, we move. there's like a random smattering of stuff we can throw on here. <laughs> like, uh, we've heard some of this language already, but my one of my other bigger problems with this book is the use of all this scare language. Oh yeah, like the the thing from the back of the book, like witch doctors and their lotions and potions. Oh, and he loves that rhyme. Very, yeah, very frequently when he brings up you know the pharmaceutical industry, he keeps comparing them to like street suppliers of street drugs, like. They're the extra evil version, so to compare, and like, yes, they are also drug dealers, just you know, corporatized and businessified. But like, it's just those use of like, why does he use those? Because it's an appeal to another culture or something that has been held up as scary to your common white American person. Like, what you, we all know what he really means when he talks about like street <laughs> drug suppliers. Yeah, we all know what image he's trying to conjure up to scare people with. We all know what image he's trying to conjure up when he says witch doctor a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the the feminist agenda, you know, trying to trying to stupefy our men. And uh, yeah, so of course he hates witches because witches are herbalists or spiritualists, right, of a different ilk. And uh, mm-hmm. of course he's going to demonize witches because, uh, you know, the word witch suggests a woman with knowledge and power who you know has her own agency and knows how to do stuff and he doesn't like that (laughs) i was even just gonna go as far as like those again a witch doctor you commonly see in like pieces of media or movies that usually have a sort of like let's observe the african culture kind of event and like compare it through this like noble savage kind of a thing yeah, yeah, he's definitely trying to make, he's definitely trying to use, um, like, racial scare tactics. You know, these are these are dog whistles, right? Like, yes, that's, that's 100% yeah. what I'm trying to say. Dr- street drugs, drug dealers, witch doctors, like, yeah. You're, you're already afraid of black people, right? Like, <laughs> let's, let's, let's uh, use that. Yeah, to, let's be honest about this at this point. Yeah, it definitely, he, uh, I mean... He never makes any direct statements about race other than that page on um, Asia. Uh, but based on that, I can't imagine he has anything great to say about anyone else who's non-white. So Yeah, and all this dog-whistling material here, I think, is just evidence for that. And yeah. also just like what he says, like anything that's not American King James Bible culture is Satan. <laughs> Another thing to mention here, this is an offhand thing. There was a phrase that was used at some point. I forget in what context it was used, but it was used as like a bad thing that you should be worried about was the phrase Kundalini sex force. <laughs> I think that was it's like, it's like, watch out for that Kundalini sex force, which to me sounds like some kind of like really fun Power Rangers team, to be honest with you. Yeah. Kundalini sex force. Uh, coming to get you off, I guess? Yeah, I coming to get you off. Um, I... uh, looking up what the word kundalini means, in Hinduism, kundalini is a form of divine feminine energy. Ah, there's the problem. Ah, yeah, there's a problem. There's a woman involved immediately <laughs> satanic. Um, she got you with her kundalini sex force. Watch out. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call my vagina from now on. It's my kundalini sex force. <laughs> kind of an awesome name for it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um... I don't think you should bother looking for it. The context does not matter. That no, much no, no. I'm just I'm really trying to make. I'm really curious because I remember that too. Because I remember seeing your note before I read it, and then I laughed, and it was like, it was towards the beginning. 
Lucky Sex Force! Oh, you found it. Yes. The medical profession is steeped in occultism. Their moniker, the Caduceus, or Caduceus, a winged serpent entwined on a pole, is a symbol found in occult mysticism. It is an ancient phallic symbol, also known as the winged staff of Mercury. Like Apollo, the Greek god Mercury was a Nephilim, a Genesis 6-4 human-demon hybrid. I guess he's never heard of the Book of Enoch. Um, the intertwined serpents on a staff are a depiction of the endemic, Edenic reptile squeezing the lifeblood from its patient victim, supposedly in order to release the kundalini sex force indwelling demonic spirits recognized by Eastern mysticism. Um... I mean, squeezing a caduceus staff sounds a little bit more like a male sort of sexual energy thing. But. Well, yeah, I think that from this context, it sounds like Kundalini's sex force is actually cum. Okay, so I, that's what I have to call it now for myself? I guess. I mean, it, it also says in parentheses, indwelling demonic spirits. So, like, those are your choices. It's no longer cum. It's either Kundalini's sex force or indwelling demonic spirits. All right. <laughs> cool. I guess I'll see how that goes over next time. Yeah. Good luck to you. Immediate bra- immediately broke it up with. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, the next episode. Chris is single. Uh, why is that? <laughs> All right, Paris, how about you move over to page 48? I'm there. And there is a list of things. I want you to read the, the seventh one. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Merrill Unger, in his book Demons in the World Today adds these characteristics to those who are spiritually afflicted. Uh, By Chris's request, I'm just going to read number seven. Often the demon speaking through his victim in the demonized state will demand the burning of incense as well as worship and service. In return, he often promises alleviation from torment and powers of physical healing or clairvoyant and prognostic gifts assuring financial income and material prosperity to the enslaved persons. Okay, so aside from the clairvoyant part there, like how he's telling you to just, you know, drink this kind of distilled water, spray yourself with that garlic turmeric uh, solution every day. How is that not the same thing? How is this not a guy telling you, hey, do these potions and these things and you will feel better, I promise? Well, he is the same thing. Well, he says right after um, the above criterion concisely describes a large majority of the modern world culture. The only exceptions are remnant elect true Christians. Why? Why are they the exception? I don't know, but he says all other Christians are not saved and are going to go to hell. I don't know why, though. <laughs> I don't. He all doesn't right. even explain what remnant elect true Christians are. It's the only time he actually uses yeah, that Yeah, again, so phrase. I just really wanted you to read that out as a prime example of this kind of rhetoric. Yeah, okay, and, let's and keep again... Moving. Oh, yeah, sure. I was just going to say, I mean, even if he just explained a little bit it would be but like look if you're writing a book you're trying to convince if you're writing a book like this you're trying to convince the reader and i just don't i don't feel very convinced yeah all right i kind of want to snap through these last few here honestly paris just a a nice little uh, amuse uh, a dessert i suppose at the end of the meal yeah you got it um the last paragraph on page 154 is a hilarious list of people not wanting to deal with chemtrail conspiracy bullshit from this guy. Um, okay. An extremely small minority of concerned citizens throughout America have made thousands of telephone calls, sent tens of thousands of emails and letters to legal criminals at all levels of government without a sympathetic response or attempt to investigate the obvious chemtrail health threat 
They're only jet exhaust contrails, is the scripted reply, parroted by frightened public servants, forewarned by their Illuminati-controlled superiors not to speak the truth. Aerial obscuration is the only intelligence offered by the Air Force, NASA, and other complicit government agencies to those naive enough to make inquiry of the fox guarding the chicken house. Grassroots citizen organizations hoping to alert the public about chemtrails are soon forced to expand. Websites exposing the chemtrail story are suddenly and mysteriously dismantled. Emails to the site host are either not returned or replies are answered by government disinformation agents masquerading as the webpage originator. Computer attack is likely to occur when perusing websites related to chemtrails. Physical samples from chemtrail droppings subsequently taken to commercial laboratories for chemical analysis are ignored or conveniently lost. The reason for the stonewalling is because scientific laboratories today are under direct government control and have been alerted to block investigations and experimental data proving, or even so much as acknowledging the existence of chemtrails. All popular media and government infiltrated alternative media sources conspicuously avoid any open discussion of chemtrails. Um, is it that? Is it that funny, or is it just they don't want to deal with your fucking ranting at them? I'm gonna say that I work in an organization that gets uh gets these kinds of things, and uh we are we definitely are not told by like Illuminati Satan to not reply. We just are like this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you just <laughs> like, don't reply. It's not Illuminati Satan. Actually, I think that there is some kind of. I mean, I don't, I don't deal with the public, thank God, anymore. Um, but there, there is some kind of like form response we have for chemtrail stuff because, yeah, oh, we, we get it sometimes, and it's like, oh man, actually, I'm gonna see, am I gonna be the victim of computer attack if I look up chemtrails? I'm gonna do it, Chris. I'm gonna oh, do no. it. Be prepared. Be prepared. What if we get disconnected? Oh, I just accidentally typed chew trails. No. Not chew trails, chemtrails. Mm, they're the chemtrails, but with gluten in them. Chewy. Mm, chew trails. Um, <laughs> what's Why is the one? air so gelatinous today? <laughs> well, Satan set the chemtrail thing wrong. Well, and like the things that he thinks are chemtrail. I mean, he's like chemtrails happen constantly all day long. And it's like, dude, those are obviously just planes. Like he seems to think that a ton of planes are outfitted with this shit. And I'm like. I don't think that that's happening. <laughs> I just, um, I'm trying to find like a a nice chemtrail site. Are you sure that's out there? A nice one. Uh, well, I'm trying to find an actual conspiracy theorist site. Instead, I'm getting all of these like chemtrails debunked links. Um, that's so. Satan. See, he was right. It's true. I like the idea of a nice chemtrail. It's like, oh, look, it's so nice in here. Oh, they've got the the nice framing on this paragraph here. Oh, it's so easy to navigate. <laughs> Such a nice site. Um. Any. Anyway, uh, I have my. I have not been computer attacked, so I think we're okay. But you know, I can understand. Again, I can kind of understand. You know, given so many things that the government has lied about and continues to lie about America, that you might be like, mm, chemtrails, though. Like, I don't, you know, I certainly don't subscribe to that. But like I said, with enough isolation and YouTube algorithms, you can you can end up places you don't expect uh -huh. to be. And one of those places is here within this book. My YouTube algorithm just takes me to like bizarre 20 second memes of like a stick figure drawing, speaking with a weird voice filter to like, I don't know, 
a moving gif of Spider-Man trying to order a pizza. Like, that's where my YouTube algorithm takes me. That is really weird. Mine, uh, what does mine give me? Oh, I mean, I mostly just use YouTube to listen to music and to watch the occasional thing. So I don't really think I get a lot of I get mostly like music related stuff. I mean, yeah, for me, it's all like guitar lessons and guitar pedals and like video gamey stuff and Elden Ring and all that kind of thing. Yeah, I certainly get a lot of Elden Ring served to me these days. Um. Anyway, would you like me to read anything else for you? Honestly, Paris, I think I'm pretty done here. Okay. So, Chris, can we fix it? Can we fix Genesis 129 Diet? I mean, I guess if you really took out all of the scolding and ranting about Satan and <laughs> all that and just left it at have some garlic, like Wario's, like, I don't know, fucking pyramid garlic scheme or something. <laughs> That's really why he wants to do that garlic mist all the time. I guess it, like, you know, get some regular exercise, try to cut down your processed foods. Like, sure, that might be okay, but then you're left with, like, a small pamphlet of five pages. It's like, here's some foods that are pretty good. Try to exercise. See you later. Yeah, I agree with you. If this was just about exercising and eating whole foods and limiting dairy and meat products, it would be fine, especially if he added some explanations about the health benefits of you know, such a routine rather than, hey, this is good because it'll help you ward off Satan. I mean, and and even then, like, if he still wants to go that route to, you know, convince his readers of the satanic Illuminati world order, he really needs to provide more better evidence and spend less time just, like, calling people and institutions names and saying they're evil. I, I'm really unconvinced by anything in this book because of its presentation lack of sourcing and repetitive nature you know obviously the content puts me off too but it if the author had at least put some effort into trying to convince the audience i could have given it a little more credit uh but you know remember folks if a book tells you there's only one way to live or be good and it's in their book it's probably bullshit especially if it deifies the white male christian hegemony at the expense of non-white, non-males, and non-Christians. <sighs> yeah. Well, we made it to the end of Mr. Wario Esprit's uh, fucking maze of Satan. Oh, I mean... We've taken the garlic mist to the face many times because <laughs> of his traps. I did, you know, I was a little disappointed because I was really hoping that one of us would be able to live by this diet like for a week or two uh but unfortunately it didn't work out that way like it's hol it was it was holiday time when we were reading this and recording it i don't i don't think we wanted to give up holiday yeah. food to do this That's okay. crazy diet no i won't have the turkey this year family i'm going to spray myself in the face with this <laughs> garlic turmeric mist eat this raw onion and lemon and go upstairs to pray thank you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, man, if that's what you want to do, I guess if you're not hurting anybody else, it's fine. Um, oh, God, I'm realizing that we didn't even explain where the Genesis 129 diet title it actually came from. It, it, it doesn't fucking matter. Well, there's a passage in, in the book of Genesis, passage 129, 
uh, that basically says you should be a vegetarian um, to, you know, be right with God that, like, fruits and vegetables shall be as your meat, essentially. Um, so, yeah. That's the Genesis diet thesis statement, I suppose, from yeah. the King James Bible itself. <laughs> Watch out for that sequel, the Dreamcast diet, coming at you. <laughs> Oh. That one lets you eat, um, I don't know, tomatoes. <laughs> That's the DLC for this die. <laughs> well, this die is already tomato-rich, I think. Anyway, uh, yeah, props to uh, my fiancé for choosing the most painful book that we've read in some time. What a stinker. <laughs> Took a real big old shit on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I do appreciate it, though, because we were looking for kind of a wacky self-help book, and he just stumbled into this on the internet, uh -huh. and it was, you know, a match made in hell. Um, so, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, Tanner. You're the best. Um, all right, and now let's thank the patrons who make this possible. Chris, I feel like you should thank the patrons because I talk all right. during this episode. <laughs> How about I thank them as Watto? You know, you've been patronizing the podcast so long. Thank you. Thank you, Dari, Greg, Veronica, Will, D, Jared, Senior, Jakub, eh, Bobby Black Cat, Like Chorus, Elliot, Kieran, Martin, J, Scott, Luchek, eh, CTAP1, Miri, Yaka, David, Anya, Anonymous, Patricia, Austin, Donnie, Crimson Paladin, Cam, Callum, and our coffee donor likes tortillas. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty fantastic. Um, you you listen again. <laughs> we did forget one important thing, Chris, and I would I would like to read our latest review. Oh, yeah. Here's a hit for you guys. Oh man. Uh, so we got this wonderful review on Apple Podcasts um, on November thirteenth, and it's from. The Apple Podcast user in Great Britain, um, Trooper 300. And Trooper 300 gave us one star. The review is titled, Two Talentless People with a Microphone! Exclamation point. Just one microphone between us, apparently. Yes, just one. And it says, Really just a waste of time listening to this. I lost 30 seconds of my life thinking it may surprise me. So... Thanks, Trooper 300. I'm really glad we wasted an extra minute of your life uh, when you took the time to write that one-star review. <laughs> Did he even make it through the theme song? Yeah, I'm really curious. The theme curious song is exactly one minute and eight seconds long. Yeah, I really, I was wondering that too. I was like, which 30 seconds of which episode? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? So, I don't know. Wildly, wildly crazy negative review. Thanks, Trooper 300. Um... Yeah, I'm sure we'll never see or hear from you again. Uh, good luck to you in life. So with that... Eh, don't come back. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't come back. Uh, if you want to help support the show, maybe write a positive review on Apple Podcasts to, uh, you know, wash away the stink of people like Trooper 300. Uh, otherwise, you can subscribe or watch the show on YouTube, leave a comment, like a video. You can also donate to us on Patreon or on uh, Coffee or Kofi if, if you haven't already. You can also just follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Goodreads if you're on those platforms. Uh, and most importantly, we'd just like if you shared the show, told a couple friends about it, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, and uh, 
we'll we'll keep reading those reviews no matter how bad they are. Keep them coming. And if you want to reach out to us directly, you can contact us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Goodreads, Patreon, or you can send an email to terriblebookclub at gmail.com. All right, Paris. Um, I am going to take off from this podcast, go eat some garlic, have an onion, maybe a lemon all at the same time. <laughs> oh, and my... I suppose we'll see you guys next time for whatever debris or trash we can dig up. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to being uh, a year, another year older by the time we re- we record the next episode <laughs> or by the time the next episode airs. <laughs> so. Uh. All right. Well, I mean, that's that whole human experience of time thing that he was talking about at the in the back of the book. Right. Still coming for you no matter what, Paris. If yeah. only you had followed the Genesis 129 diet, well, you could experience I- time in reverse. I actually do think that that is a tenet of Christianity, right? That like. We only experience old age and death because earlier humans fucked it up for us. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So <sighs> everyone get, drink your garlic. Yeah, drink your garlic, and... eat your lemons. Seriously, though, get some exercise and eat some whole foods. He's right about that. Yeah, do that, that. That's fine. Like, do, do yeah, ha, you know, get up right now, do a little jog. Have some no, maybe not right now. <laughs> maybe not. Oh no! Sounds like sounds like you needed Paris. It's the conspiracy aerosol. It's still in the air from from when oh, we started yeah, the episode. It's still we didn't really clear me. out the room that well. Uh, let's get to that now. All right. Yeah. See I you later, really, everybody. Like, turn on a fan. Bye. Bye.